Hey guys, Corey Davis here with the Warm Up Podcast, back once again by popular demand. And also, because I don't like talking in here by myself all the time, is Jennifer Price. Jennifer Price is a registered dietitian, and she is here to talk to us about nutrition basics. Talking to some people, getting some feedback, I've found that there's some like basic things that there's a lot of confusion on. And I don't think that's your fault necessarily. I think there's a lot of people out there who make their living trying to confuse you Mm -hmm. and then answering your now question with something they can make money off of. So we're going to do a whole series of these, hopefully, where if, you know, Jennifer will come back again, um, where we talk about like the nutrition basics, like the building blocks where you can kind of put all these facts together and you can have a lot of knowledge about how to put together a meal plan for yourself and do that Mm -hmm. healthily throughout a lifetime. Mm -hmm. So Jennifer, thank you again for coming on today. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about calories, calories in, calories out. What's going on there? (laughs) Um, So I think this is kind of just the most the most basic of the nutrition basics, which is why we're talking about it first. Um, So there, this is an oversimplification, but the idea of calories in versus calories out is basically that that balance between the amount of energy that you're taking in calories you're taking in versus how many you're expending throughout the day. There's a lot of factors that go into both of those things is what dictates whether we're gaining weight, losing weight, maintaining our weight. Again, not to discount how many things can impact how much we eat and how much we expend, but that principle applies always. There's really not exceptions to that rule. I, I think that's something that people people are like, oh, well, that doesn't consider X, Y, and Z, but all of the things that people kind of throw out about like this doesn't take into consideration are just things that maybe will impact one or the other side of that equation. It doesn't make the equation any less true. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. So let me give some examples and then you can like address those specifically. Yeah. So what you're saying is if you create a caloric deficit mm-hmm. of 500 calories mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. that person will lose weight. Correct. What if they create that caloric deficit, but the only thing they eat all day is Twinkies? They would still lose weight. What if they don't <laughs> eat any carbs? They would still lose weight. What if they've <laughs> created that caloric deficit, but they are not eating for their blood type? Uh, well, that's not a thing, so that's <laughs> not going to be a problem. <laughs> I've seen people sell a blood type diet. Yes, on I have too. What if they are eating just nothing but carbs, and it's all after 7 p.m.? Yeah, I mean, they would still lose weight. <laughs> Even if it's all carbs after 7 p.m.? That's correct, yeah. <laughs> what if they don't eat any vegetables? Still could lose weight. Okay. Wouldn't recommend it, but you could. Okay. Awesome. So overall, there's a lot of different things that go into like a diet. You know, Mm -hmm. there's the number of calories somebody there is eating. It's like nutrient timing when they're getting these things in. There's macronutrient breakdown of Mm -hmm. how many grams of protein versus carbs versus fat. There's like quality of food. Mm -hmm. They're eating McDonald's hamburger which don't, don't sue me McDonald's, um, Ray Kroc, I love you, you know, lower quality than grass fed, grass finished. The Mm -hmm. cow got a massage before it was butchered, (laughs) you know, meat, food quality, all these things Mm -hmm. factor in. Sure. However, the most important thing and what it'll all boil down to in terms of weight loss, weight gain will be calories in versus calories out. Yes. 
And I'm glad that you brought that up because that's an important distinction. Being like a healthy food and being like a low calorie food, those are not always the same thing, you know, or like, you know, there's health promoting foods that are pretty calorie dense that like are hard to eat in very large quantities if you are trying to lose weight, but they're still like health promoting. So that distinction between like, you can lose weight and eat kind of crap, you know, if you, if you have this calories in versus calories out balance figured out, um, is an important distinction to make, I think. Okay. Awesome. That makes a lot of sense. So when you're trying to help somebody with a diet plan, Mm -hmm. how hung up do you get on things like not eating after 7 PM or the amount of carbs somebody is eating or anything like that? How big of a factor does that play? And kind of when does that matter for people? Cause that yes. seems like something that would affect something, but it yeah. seems like a more advanced thing. Is that right? Yes, completely agree. So it totally depends on what people's goals are and what their kind of background is with nutrition. Um, for just like a person who has never even paid attention to their diet before, there's a bajillion ways we could get into a calorie deficit if their goal is weight loss. And it just depends on what's going to feel the easiest to them. That's literally just where we start. Like what's going to be doable. So I don't really care. Like, do you not want to eat breakfast? And that feels like you like to just skip breakfast in the morning. Okay. For now that's fine. We'll just do that. If that feels, you know, do you like to have most of your food like later on in the evening? Okay. Like if we can create a calorie deficit and that feels doable for you, let's do that. It really doesn't, there's no magic, you know, formula for that. As long as we just keep that equation in mind obviously with like more advanced athletes that's when we get or people who have pretty you know like higher kind of level performance goals or even like people who are in here working out pretty hard like five days a week six days a week it's worth starting to consider like how many carbs how much protein you Mm -hmm. know like how are we eating pre and post workout but for just like basic haven't done any of this before I don't get in the weeds with any of that okay so the most important thing is calories in versus calories out So figuring out how many calories you need to eat in a day and then figuring out how many calories you're eating. Mm -hmm. Yes. How would someone do both of those things? There's a lot of options there. Honestly, I, and just a disclaimer here, I don't think everyone should track their food. Like that it can become unhealthy for certain people. If you're at risk of like having kind of obsessive tendencies about food, you have a history of any kind of disordered eating or anything like that don't track your food, but, um, just downloading an app like my fitness pal and just okay. starting to like track everything you eat for a few days to just do a little audit. Cause we really are terrible at estimating how much we're eating. That makes a lot of sense. I've found a lot of people just don't know how many calories are in food. Mm-hmm. And so since they don't know, they are not at all equipped to make decisions without like tracking for some amount of time. Completely. Just yes. Hey, how many calories do you think are in that sandwich? That's something I run into with people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, 500? It's like, no, there's 1,300 calories. Yes. Zero perception. Yeah. yeah. It really is. I, I think for a lot of people, even if tracking is not a long-term thing for people, it's just a really good learning tool. You yeah. know, it's the only way to really be able to make informed choices around food. You have to know what you're eating to start yeah, with. that makes you know? sense. I, I've heard the analogy sometimes of like not knowing how much money you have in the bank. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you need to know how much money you have yes, in the bank. Yes. You, before you buy something, you need to know how much it costs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with a lot of people's diets, they're just kind of, I have no idea how much money is in the bank. I have no idea how much that costs, but I'm going to buy that. Right. And they're just, they're eating and then something. I'm going to be no constantly idea. frustrated that I'm not making progress yeah. towards this goal. And it's like, well, you know. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So basic nutrition thing people need to know mm-hmm. is how many calories they should be eating and approximately how many they actually are eating. Yeah. And you know, I mean, this is specific, like if you have weight related goals, you know, and, and like if you're 
performing good in the gym, feel good about your weight, whatever else, eh, it's probably fine. But if you specifically have like you're frustrated because you can't lose weight or can't gain weight or whatever, this is the principle that you need to understand to move the dial. Yeah. And then, so when you were talking about, you're just looking for a diet that is easy to adhere to. Mm -hmm. For you, it doesn't matter if it's a keto diet or a whole 30 or anything like that. It's just, Hey, are you creating that deficit? And is this something that's sustainable for you? Right. I do have preferences. Like I, I'd rather people didn't do keto. (laughs) I don't think it's best for performance. I don't think it's sustainable for most people, but yeah, you know, I think part of like, you know, you kind of talked about this initially, but not having like a nutrition methodology that you're like married to because the evidence just shows that like you can lose weight a ton of different ways and there are ways that are more sustainable. But at the end of the day, you have to look at the human and say, okay, like what's the, what's the best way for you? Like what's going to be doable for you? It it might only work for 1% of people, right? but you might be that 1%. Exactly. That's exactly right. Awesome. Anything else people need to know about this? I feel like this is a super short podcast, but I feel like it kind of needs to be short because the whole point here is to not overcomplicate this. Yes, yes. Completely agree. Um, I think one other thing just to mention is like if you want to just get a frame of reference of like if you track and you want to know how that compares to like how much you should be eating please don't just take whatever my fitness pal spits out at you as like the gospel truth because it will make you if you track like all those apps will tell you how much you should be eating go online google just tdee calculator fill in your information what does tdee stand for total daily energy expenditure so it just is a rough kind of calculation it's not perfect but that is a good kind of just it's closer than my fitness pal yeah. or you just making up a number correct or just yes. saying <laughs> the back of this can says 2000 calories a day so, that so must i'm gonna be. assume that's what i need yes exactly gotcha. that's awesome well thank you so much i think that should help people with a lot of confusion because i when people ask me about diets they usually don't ask me how many calories they should be eating they ask me which diet they should do mm-hmm. as if that is the like overarching mm-hmm. most important thing right and what you're telling me now is for like just weight loss mm-hmm. weight gain the most important thing is calories. And then we get more into like the weeds and like the minutia yep. when it comes to like performance related or like body composition type goals. Yes. Is that yes. awesome? Jennifer, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. If someone doesn't want to Google TDE <laughs> and just says, I want an expert that knows what they're doing, that is experiencing this to do this for me. How can someone reach you? Are you taking on clients? Would you ever yes. would you ever talk to someone about their nutrition goals and then help them accomplish that? That is my entire job, actually, that's, Corey. That's crazy. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I think, um, so yeah, my uh, email, if you want to reach out, is jenniferpricerd at gmail.com. And a lot of what I do, it's like people can Google this stuff. The problem is adhering to it and figuring out what that looks like for you as a human with a life. And I can help with that too. So (laughs) Jennifer, I relate to that because you can also Google how to do bench press. Mm -hmm. My job is also quasi replaceable by Google. It just doesn't work as well. Exactly. It is better to go to someone who does this all day long and has already solved all these problems. (laughs) I haven't solved all the problems, but I can at least, you know, I can help. I would imagine at this point in your career, you've seen most situations though, 
and you've given someone a solution for it. Yes. You're not you're not figuring out how to fit it into someone's busy travel schedule for the first time. No, like no, that's correct. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah, I've seen most everything. Yeah, it doesn't make it any less hard, but um, yeah, I can definitely help. Absolutely awesome. Thank you so much. So we know how to get in touch with you. Did mm -hmm. you plug your Instagram? Uh, it's at the Adventuring Dietitian. Um, don't post a lot, but I'm on there. <laughs> it's that's true. We can talk about this offer. You should post more often. Yeah, it, I should. You should. It's do, time. You should do fewer free podcasts with me and more posting on your Instagram account. Also for free. Yes. Um, I'm gonna let her go so she can get back to not posting on Instagram. Jennifer, thank you so much. Guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Warm Up Podcast. You guys have a great day. <laughs>